have a song and you've written it. It might be long, but you've written it. It's not wrong, cause you've written it. It's a song and you've written it. Don't hide away and don't quit it. Tell the world they are listening. Welcome to this podcast. Uh, this is my podcast. Uh, it's called Show Me What You Got. Show Me What You Got. Um, and it is my podcast about interviewing people about songs that they've written. And I'm really excited about it. Just to tell you a little bit about this podcast. Um, yeah, it's by me, Nathan J. Kistler. Don't look up Nathan Kistler because that's another singer um, who is not me. Um, but he is more successful and we don't hate him but we are shamed by him. But I'm very excited because I have a lot of friends who are really cool, who write a lot of music, and I want to talk to them about the music they write, and I want to learn about them and see where they come from. Today, I have a very cool guest. Um, she is crazy, sassy, and body positive. Her name is Dolores Sparkles, and she is from Cedar Rapids, Iowa, and she writes the most delightfully dirty music that I've ever listened to in my life. Um, if you have not had a chance, listen to the three songs that she has on Spotify, which are Dr. Dick, He's Found My Giant Inner Labia, and Secret Giggles, which is my favorite. Please listen to them. Uh, you will hear a new one that is not on Spotify yet, but is on this podcast. If you are in Chicago and you are listening to this podcast and you know me, uh, please come and see Dolores' show at Stage 773 this Friday, uh, the 20th at 10 p.m. and this Saturday, the 21st at 8 p.m. All at Stage 773. I will be there. I am very excited to see you there. Um, and I am very excited to bring you this conversation that I had with her. She is just a delight and she has so much depth to her um and she is just uh, just a wealth of information so thank you for listening to this podcast and i hope you enjoy my conversation that i had with dolores sparkles hey let's oh no keep on eating like that's fine i love it are we um, actually like this is like oh, legitimately we're, we're, recording we're recording that's we're, fine with me yeah hello hello hey so this is the first episode of uh, show me what you got show me uh, what you got show me what you got a podcast about songwriting not about rick and morty no no <laughs> <laughs> you're like i uh, i thought i was gonna meet iced tea i thought it was gonna be iced tea <laughs> I thought, I mean, um, I was like... Never mind Ice Cube, who's like, I want to meet all of them. Yeah, I was like, what What do I call this podcast? It's like, show me what you got. Oh, great. Yeah. About songwriting, and then I kill you afterwards. Oh. Oh! <laughs> Even if you like what I got? Uh, I guess. I guess. Well, we'll shit. We'll find out. I made a terrible mistake. <laughs> You're like, oh, no. What did I do? Got I into this spooky apartment. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, yes. Um, so, uh, I'm very excited to have you on. I will let you introduce yourself <laughs> after you finish. I took a giant bite of salmon, and it's all creamy and fishy. And... Mm. Anyway. 
Hello. <laughs> Hello. Um, well, I perform as Dolores Sparkles. Dolores Sparkles. Yes. So I am a sort of body bard, confessional musical comedian uh, within the Iowa City Cedar Rapids uh, burlesque community. Mm-hmm. And I also do some comedy open mic and stand up type shows. Yeah. And I have in the past. Well, the whole project is literally a year old, but yeah, I started learning burlesque dancing at a local burlesque studio in Cedar Rapids like a year and a half ago. Okay. And I've only started recently choreographing my own dances. Nice. Yeah. So, um, did you, did you get your, I want to know what, what like happened first. Did like burlesque happen and then like songwriting or? No. I mean, it's sort of, I, I, in my life, I guess it's a mishmash, but really music is, and even more so, like, I guess poetry or, like, yeah. the conceptual thinking that yeah. is poetry is my, like, muse, is yeah. how I, almost just how I see the world, how I choose to see the world. That's really important to me. Yeah. I've always been, I've always just loved to sing, even just around the house. Yeah. My mom was actually trained as an opera singer. Okay, cool. And loved all kinds of music. So that was just a part of my day-to-day life to make up songs, like, with her. Yeah. And to imitate things I heard on the radio, you know, like Uh you do. Yeah. So, yeah, I remember one time I had little Barbies, and I was, like, pretending to be Whitney Houston, like, narrating, like, some argument between the Barbies. And (laughs) and my mom was like, is that the radio? And I was like, no, it's me. But, yeah, I guess the the story of Dolores Sparkles begins in February 2017 when my mom, who I mentioned, who was my best friend and Mm -hmm. a big inspiration to me and just my favorite person, um, passed away. Mm -hmm. And I... This is is a long, complicated thing that I grew up in New Jersey, but my parents moved out to Iowa Mm -hmm. to get an affordable house is the simple, really, what it was. But, yeah, and my dad had already passed, and then my mom and my brother, who is now 16. Okay. So I was sort of ended up being tasked with coming out there and I couldn't afford to raise my brother in New York. Right. Was sort of expected to raise my brother, ended up not being able to do it, kind of had like a big nervous breakdown, actually. Mm-hmm. And it was February 2017 she passed. I moved out there immediately. It was pretty soon after like March or early April that I went ahead and bought a ukulele. Yeah. I had played guitar mm-hmm. in high school. I never put a ton of time into it because I was really wanting to be good at school stuff, but I liked when I did do it. Right, yeah. And uh, had already thought back in, like, December, oh, I'm going to get back into guitar and make music what I do. Yeah. And, like, combine music and storytelling, which was a big thing that I had been into. Yeah. And uh, sort of do a bard type thing, actually, was an idea I had. Uh, But, yeah, then I picked up a ukulele because all my stuff was still in New York City, and I didn't want to buy a third guitar. Right, right. And that plus just missing my mom and like my grandparents were retired in Hawaii so I had connection to Hawaii and like I just felt like the ukulele was this poetic beautiful and simple instrument that was like the right thing for me in that moment okay very cool that's 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 like not the answer that I was expecting but I love it there's so much depth yeah no that's I mean I mean, it's, not I that, like it's funny because like I'm still like developing why I'm doing this in my mind. Yeah. It's funny to be doing a podcast right now, but yeah, Dolores Sparkles is like I am. It is an overcoming grief like mm-hmm. thing of like a phoenix rising from the ashes of creating this art project. Yeah, 
like it is extremely personal to me. Right. And I'm yeah. just extremely fortunate. Well, I mean, yeah, that... it's, it's so. Per- I mean, yeah. like it's all of your music is <laughs> yeah. personal. I mean, very funny, but yeah. also like just like hello, this is a story about how a man uh, gnawed on my labia. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I mean, yeah. if that's not personal, yeah, it is the most personal. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like let's take the and it's like mostly literally true, if not like you know slightly off right. center true. Yeah. 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 Like secret kegels is not. Mostly literally true. <laughs> I posted that in like kind of like a hippie music group, and uh-huh. this one guy was like, "Why do I suspect it's all exactly true?" I was like, oh "Yes, I do. I'm a succubus." <laughs> oh my god, that is well. Yeah, I I love that song. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like I I think about that song frequently more than and like I just show it to all my friends. And they're just like, "Nathan, why? Okay." And I'm like, "You know, understand. no." Some people really are like obsessed with it it's awesome like it's, it's it, i'm really great. i mean yeah. well and the thing that like i like about music is that like we we're all like obsessed about like the same kinds of songs and it's just like and then like when like somebody like turns out something new or something that like hasn't been done like it's just like all has there ever been a song about kegels before probably not like this yeah i don't know they're like, probably not like a runaway train yeah it's, <laughs> like i i like and i literally wrote that at work almost i wrote that like, as a like a brainstorm i just mm-hmm. wrote that as a bunch of ideas yeah and then i went to open mic like here are a bunch of ideas and i played it and it turned out it just was a song like, yeah i didn't know it was a song until i played it Awesome. Wait, so you just like went to an open mic and like played the song and like here's practicing? a bunch. Well, I you know I practiced yeah, it, but no, okay. I mean I had the words in front of me. And, like, yeah, yeah. It, it had been like that same week, but yeah, it was like here's a bunch of ideas I have for like a song. I don't know if these are all just first verses, and I'll expand on one of these. Yeah. Like I don't know, and then I just played it through, uh-huh. and it was almost exactly the same as it is now, except I didn't have the Wookie in your cookie, and power has been inside of you all along. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I need another Star Wars reference. It's uh, the thing, yeah. uh, the like the thing yeah. that I like about like all of all of your music is that like it's it's so like dense. Like like yeah. I mean like like <laughs> like there is not like there is not like everything is important and like the more you listen to it, like like it's just like oh, that is something that I did not catch before and I'm obsessed. Like it's Thank you. like yeah, it's just like very like clever writing. And it, I guess it makes sense that like you you've been like doing poetry for for a while. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like it's I mean it's just it's Yeah, just... like I mean I don't want to like over talk it up cuz it's supposed oh, to yeah. be silly fun, but like whatever. I mean yeah, I, I, went, I went to Harvard. I've been like reading sort of advanced things since I was like seven like Mm -hmm. that's just the way i think like i'm very inspired by i guess like rabelais and dante and these sort of kind of crazy but extremely smart Uh authors that would just pack stuff in you know okay like i love that yeah okay i love that okay that's cool so let's let's get back let's get into like your 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 background so you you mentioned harvard like do you have are you a, like, a, what did you go for to Harvard for? Um, I went to Harvard. At first, I thought I was going to major in English and do a creative writing thing. And then I ended up, after my mentor at Harvard was a medieval studies scholar, oh, deciding... Medieval studies scholars. I know there's so many of them at Notre Dame. Like, oh, I like bet. Just littered. But yeah, I <laughs> was a... Harvard has a major called History and Literature, which is technically a double major, but Harvard does everything their own way. They call it a joint concentration. Yeah, okay. So you study history from the perspective of literature and vice versa. Yeah. 
Um, and you can pick sort of like a time period or an area. Um, they're sort of pre-selected. Anyway, so I picked medieval history and literature. Mm-hmm. And there was some crossover with the early modern department because they're both tiny. <laughs> yeah. Like my tutorial was like eight people for medieval for early modern uh, sophomore year. But yeah, so yeah. it was basically like sort of a, crea- a structured create your own major okay. where I just had to pick things that fit in the medieval time period. And I also got, like, a minor in Italian, so okay. a lot of the stuff was Italian, but not at all all of it. Like, I also yeah. learned, like, Scandinavian witchcraft folklore, uh, Celtic uh, mythology, uh, yeah, counted, yeah. Um, British legal history, like, just... Okay. Yeah, like, it, yeah. it could have been more structured if I knew what I was doing for wanting to go to grad school. Uh. I sort of had a rude awakening of, like, this looks a little too, like... Uh, all over the place to be good for grad school <laughs> applications. I was like, oh, nobody told me that. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, well, because that was what I thought I wanted to do. But whatever. At the same time, like, I, I helped uh, start a sketch comedy group while oh, I was nice. at Harvard. Okay. And uh, did a couple shows and, yeah. So, like, comedy has always, like, been around? Yeah, 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 it has. Like, in high school, I was, like, editor-in-chief of the school paper, but, like, I took it upon myself to make an April Fool's issue. Because, yeah. like, I really wanted to write, like, Onion. I don't think I even knew about The Onion, but I wanted to write that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. like satire, parody, news articles. Okay, very cool. Yeah. So that's always been part of me, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's very cool. <laughs> and so, like, and so you said that you just started playing the ukulele two years ago, after your after your mom, mom passed, yeah. and your mom was an op was a trained classical singer. Yeah, she singer. was trained as a tra- yeah, and uh, did acting program and. You did know. you have any like voice training? Very little. Uh-huh. Like I mean, I was very involved in chorus and solo night and whatever. Um, the thing with Hawaii was sort of there was issues with my parents, and I ended up living with my retired grandparents in mm-hmm. Hawaii in eighth grade. Um, and that year I took vocal lessons with this like New Zealand, like big brassy, like cruise ship singer lady, <laughs> which was ridiculous <laughs> and mean, amazing. Cause I was so shy and honestly, even a yeah. little traumatized from the reason I moved out there. Right. And she was just like, you know, this bi- I can't do the New Zealand accent anymore. I probably forgot it, but I used to have it. And you know, she was like, gotta just big. Everything big. was like crazy big. And like, I was wearing like sequins, like, so... So I mean, less brought it back. I feel, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like that that tracks because like you're you're. I mean, when uh, last night I saw I saw Dolores' show um, at Stage Seven Seven Three and uh, uh, come see your show. Come see my show come next week. Show. Twelve twenty, ten p.m. Twelve twenty one, eight p.m. It's an hour long show. It's great. Um, and we'll, we'll 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 talk about it yeah. more afterwards. But uh, I saw I saw your show and uh, and uh, we were doing you were doing the mic check and uh, it's a, it's like not a b- super big space but it is like a, a fillable space and like you, without the mic like even like you were big and brassy and like you and like me as like a as a voice trained person like I was like I'll nope she cares she doesn't need a microphone nope right. this is fine that's like, true like <laughs> yeah I mean I mean of course it always helps but like I was like I, I was just wondering because like yeah it seems like you have like a big voice yes and I like, have a gigantic voice which in some instances with music like when I auditioned for acapella groups at Harvard I didn't get into anything <laughs> they're just like you're too big yes. you need a voice and that, I was uh, like and I didn't tiny? have any training so I didn't know how to modulate it as the thing because yeah. at home I just fucking sang loud yeah. and both my parents were like I mean my dad was more of a quote unquote free spirit 
he was kind of into like the occult and he had been like a rock he wanted to be a rock singer and he would just sing like all the time yeah so both my parents were singing all the time yeah but extremely different styles <laughs> different styles yeah. I mean yeah singing it just, it just matters we're all singing that just that's that's it that's the thing like it yeah we were all ridiculously loud people living in these like tiny apartments loud in completely different <laughs> yeah. ways oh yeah. that's that's wonderfully poetic <laughs> it was and a strange time see like yeah. i my 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 family like they're so like my dad cannot sing worth a lick my mom, like, she was a music major, but then she was like, oh, I hated the people. And then I became a music major, and I'm oh. like, sorry, mom. <laughs> and then, like, yeah. so, like, my family's, like, so quiet, and it's like, how did I grow mm-hmm. to be so loud? But it's, it's nice to hear that. Well, that's how, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a whole sidetrack. I don't know if we need to get on, but, like, I... After I graduated college, and, you know, recession, my parents didn't have any money, it just felt like... I'm not going to move to a big city to do art Mm -hmm. because I need money. Yeah. So, like, I joined an artist collective because it was, like, where I got rent and I was doing spoken word poetry, but I was like, I need a job. Yeah. And I got into publishing. And it was only once I was really getting burnt out in publishing, I happened to read Bossy Pants and, like, Uh start doing improv. Okay. And the point is, like, there was, was tension the entire time I was pursuing acting training and I was very, like, afraid of really pursuing it because my mom did not like her experience and felt burnt out and even like kind of traumatized. Like they broke her. She said they broke her down and didn't build her back up again. Yeah. And that was like terrifying to me because again, I have experienced trauma and I was like, ah, yeah. How do I do this? Yeah. That's, it took a long time to figure it out. Yeah. That's, that's fair. And it's like the, I mean, I can definitely empathize with your mom because uh, that's that's how I felt, and also just like opera is such a antiquated like antiquated thing where it's just like all oh, well, uh, me as a baritone, I would like to not play somebody who beats his wife. Oh, oh, <laughs> that's the only oh, that's, the, that's the only role for baritones. You want? When do I? Okay. Oh well, now I'm sad. Um, and uh, and also, also I don't I'm not tall. A bit so it was like I was just a weird baritone, um, but um, the thing I like Chicago because like it's it's easy to like have a job and mm-hmm. then like do like chill but very fun things like at night like my like you know Brittany like my yeah. my coworker like that's she's like gigging all the time but like she's also just like a kick ass crazy preschool teacher and yeah. It's, like, yeah, no, when I lived in New York, I mean, it's the same, but it's just harder. Everyone's hustling, and it's it's hard to have time for each other, even yeah. though everyone wants to, Yeah. which then becomes a little fake, because it's like, oh, I love you, oh, I would have come, but blah, 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 and after yeah. a while, you're like, oh, we actually are all out for ourselves, and yeah. we mean well, but uh, this existence has fucked us over. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, that's also, that's why I'm like, really, so, like, yeah, how, how long have you, how long did you live in New York? I lived in New York for, like, eight years. Wow, so that's a that, long time. That was, you know, most of my experience, really, as an adult, yeah, but, uh, like I said, it was, Half of that was really gung-ho trying to make it in book publishing and just doing some comedy. And then when I got on a sketch team and was burning out in publishing, I decided to try to make this transition. Yeah. And I did, like, a part-time acting program while being a freelance editor. Yeah. And then I still wasn't making enough money. I ended up being a reality show transcriber. Wow. Which was because my boyfriend at the time worked. That's how that happened. Yeah. But, uh... 
It's like so many jobs. I mean, oh, like, so many jobs. So many jobs, no, but like, I just am... also there are so many kinds of jobs out there in the world. Yeah, it's just no, like... I am that person. I just do everything. That which is awesome. <laughs> it, just, it just happens. Yeah. Sometimes I literally get bored and I'm like, okay, what else is out there? But sometimes it just like something ends and something else shows up and I'm like, I guess this is what I do. Yeah. And like, <laughs> and that's like, yeah. that's like such a, a yeah. nice way to like live life. It's just like yeah. go, very go with the flow. Like, which is, that's how I try to live my yeah. life. Like, no, like, again, it has like, it's a mix of going with the flow um, when you don't know. Yeah, when you don't and know. And when you, have something you really want being like fuck your flow i gotta I go that. get it yeah. yeah 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 there's a there's like a a very like i i'm uh i want to talk about like your i remember you were talking to uh what was his name last night um uh, bobby 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 you were talking to bobby about like how how like or he was talking to you rather about how like your mission is to just spread this like crazy ridiculousness like yeah as many places. no i definitely like, want to be doing like, this yeah. in more like little bars in the midwest in addition to like doing it here and like yeah. i went to kansas city and i want to do st louis and minneapolis but like yeah i also want to do just a lot of little gigs so just people see it who might just... not even see anything like oh this. yeah 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 and that's what i that's what i because like i first saw you at Shaking it at Shakers, which is, um, it's a great, like, free show, um, uh, burlesque-centered, um, and it's, like, I was not expecting to hear, uh, like, a silly, clever, quirky, like, ukulele song at all, and then, like, it, like, it, yeah, that's, like, a great way to, like, hear me, but, yeah, tell me more about your, your process your your like process your process well no first <laughs> tell me about your your mission like oh yeah. god yeah my mission your mission i mean because you you describe yourself as a body positive positive yeah. like yeah my my comedian. uh so yeah you're right it's in there isn't it um my mission is just to kind of like to help people loosen up but mm -hmm. also to like not just fucking like weird I don't want to say this, like, weird post-postmodern memory of just, like, tits! <laughs> with, like, no fucking context. Right. Like, I want it right. to be, like, Jeez. let's actually have, like, a, like, visceral experience where we're enjoying right, right, the right. flesh. The fl yeah. So it's, like, again, it's medieval. It's fucking old. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, like, you know, the world is kind of going to shit. Let's, like... Enjoy ourselves, right, right, right. like literally ourselves and each other's selves, right, right. and like our yeah. bodies, and like get a little bit rooted in that, you know, yeah. for the fun of it. But like, yeah, oh, I love, I, I, I really like that because like, <laughs> no, it's it is like, like listening to all of your music. It's like, I really enjoy myself. <laughs> I hope you enjoy myself. I'm trying to enjoy you too, but I'm gonna help you enjoy me. Um, <laughs> and that's also like kind of like how like the the stage experience goes. It's like, oh, I'm having a really fun time up here. Are you having fun? <laughs> you know you want to, and then everyone does. Like, yeah, it's, like, it's no, very it's infectious, true. and it's 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 great. Thank you. Like, I really well, appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, because like I feel like I don't know. Did you know anybody else in the audience last night? No, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know those people. Because like, yeah, they like I feel like they just like walked in spur of the moment, and they were all just like, oh fuck's gonna happen and, like, <laughs> totally. and then you do like that first number and then they're just like oh <laughs> i have questions right. and then you're just like also let me get dressed which uh like i saw is like that like that like dry british just like all 
and then like and then they were just yeah like, no i love like that was like, very like i literally just was like what am i gonna do i want to wear this other outfit i'm doing a solo show how do right. i change my clothes and I, yeah, when I this. did clown, there was this thing about like the speed of fun oh and my like, God, you did clown. yeah, I did clown. Oh, fuck. So basically I was looking for a song that had that speed of it. And that's how I got that song yeah. by battles. It's like an electronica sort of tribal drum, weird ass song. And was like, I'm just going to do a fucking beat happening thing now, or oh I changed my, my clothes <laughs> in like a funny way. That's great. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. So tell me. Tell me more about your songwriting process. So you you uh, mentioned that you wrote like secret kegels like all in like a brain brainstorm style. Yeah. Um, like yeah. And then like like and but I also remember seeing a post that you said that you've been working for like three months on. Uh, yeah, the six minute epic of bisexuality. Uh, what has been? Well, it was kind of because it's like I get the idea and then I write it somewhere or keep it in my head to do like that's one that I thought I literally wouldn't finish because yeah. when it sits in your head too long it becomes too important yeah 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 you know so that was way out in June like I said I walked in the pride parade and I was like should I be in this pride parade how do I feel about women and I started writing the song but I was also putting up a production of the complete works of William Shakespeare abridged okay yeah which took over like all my free time and I did a couple performances as Dolores in that time period, too, of the songs I already had. So I just had no time to do it at all until that ended. And then, you know, whatever other stuff came up. And yeah. it just, and then I, I took it to open comedy open mic um, in Cedar Rapids. There's Penguins in Iowa City Yacht Club. There's a smaller one. A lot of college people go to that. And I tried it out, but it wasn't finished. And I was trying to like read it out of my notebook because I didn't want, I didn't think the song was finished. Mm -hmm. And so I was trying a new thing of like workshopping it through the open mic. Yeah. But because I have the ukulele too, I was too encumbered. Uh -huh. So I wasn't performing effectively enough yeah. with all of that going on to really tell if anything was working. Yeah. Which is frustrating. <laughs> anyway, uh, I forget how, I think I was talking to a friend about it and I remembered the Drew Barrymore thing and I was like, that... I have to write that part. And then it was like long. And I was like, how do I fit that in the song? Right. And I had to play a lot with, I don't know a ton of music terminology, but I did have to really think about it. Like, cause it's like, it's not a like bridge. It's not structure. the verse. Yeah. It's just sort of like, what is the structure? But yeah. I landed on something I felt good about. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, yeah. I remember like you saying, you're just like, oh, this is a journey. And like, yeah. I, like, I think you're worried. Like, are you like worried about it being too long? I was well because again I can't I can't do it at a stand up open mic because right. you get the light oh, so that was that's my fair. first thing about it but no I mean now that I've done it it works it's not insanely long yeah it did not seem like a long song at all like yeah. I mean I guess that like just like shows like how well you were able to like capture the audience but like it was just like. I mean, like I said, like your music is like dense. Like there's yeah. like there's like so many like different facets of it, and it's just like, oh, here's this other thing. Here's this. Like I mean, you were able to like cover Drew Barrymore, uh, a fictional large sashwash lady who you lived inside her vagina. Yes. And did did I catch that you uh, lived off of the shower water from her pubic hair? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's like, <laughs> or rainwater. I dreamed yeah. of her uh, tucked up. Uh, but now I'm not gonna remember it because it's without all the oh, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, like tucked up there firmly, like an IUD, way up there in her oh, tubes. God damn it! And I'll drink fresh rainwater from her pubes. It's so <laughs> it's it's and yeah, and again that is 
it pulled on, as I said, the, the art from, like, comic with the Sasquatch, but also very much the old-timey, grotesque, like, bodily... Yeah. Like, I hate the word grotesque, but, you know, just, like, fleshy Yeah, yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I... Like, the uh, the other thing that I like about, like, your music, you unabashedly talk about, you mm-hmm. vagina, and mm-hmm. all those vaginas, and, like, all the things that, like, are discouraged about womanhood. Yes, womanhood. Um, well, I remember, <laughs> I remember a time in mm-hmm. in my childhood where I was watching TV, um, and I don't even know what like, but I was just like a wee little kid, and like, on like the '90s, like TV screen came a woman who like just was like speaking and giving a speech, and she just said, "Vagina." Yeah. Vagina. It's not a dirty word. Vagina. And I remember going to my dad. What's a vagina? And he's like, I'm not telling you. And like, I was just, and so like, I just remember like having, and so the thing is, I'm just really happy that we're talking about vaginas and that there are a whole, there are a bunch of new music pieces out there about vaginas. Thanks to you. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, that's, that's part of a greater movement. Women have been making more jokes about vaginas for at least a decade now. But again, like, I like being able to bring this sort of manic, dense, like, nature to it of, again, these heroes I had in the past who did it about penises, but they were, it was a long time ago and they were kind of assholes to women and the Catholic ridiculousness and Mm -hmm. all of it. Yeah, so it's like, okay, let's take this back and use this brilliance, yeah. but, like, from my perspective, yeah. yeah. Well, like, I, like, it is, like, yeah. like all of your music is, like, funny, but, like, I yeah. don't, like, also consider them, like, like, it's not necessarily, like, joke, joke, joke. I mean, like, a lot of them it is, but, some like, of it, them are, yeah. some of them are, but it's, like, it's, like, it's, like, here's just a story about my vagina. Yes. Which is, like funny in and of itself, but it's also, it's, it's, like, it's also endearing. So it's, like, Thank you. yeah. Yeah, no, like, literally, the two sort of big things I pull from, one, because I had been doing clown training, and then I lost my mom and went through, like, a dark night of the soul, Mm -hmm. and kind of lost my mind, ended up reading about sacred clowns. and Sacred sacred clowns. clowns, uh, Which are all over the place, you know, there's very obvious ties to shamanism Mm -hmm. in, like, you know, Russia forever ago. Okay. And, uh, like, I think his name's... God, I forget. I think it's Black... Is, is it Blackhawk? There's a guy, a suit, Len, uh, Lakota Sioux, famous yeah. guy, who writes about it. Um, but yeah, in Native American ones, their big thing was like sort of singing songs of their shame. Right. And they would right. be real dirty. Like, yeah. They'd be like okay. rubbing poop and yeah, just doing yeah, like... Yeah. Really? <laughs> and there's, you know, culture today, people are doing it. But yeah. that's not what I'm doing. Yeah, no. I want to yeah, make everything yeah. beautiful at the same time, I yeah. guess. You know. And it's, it's like, yeah. it's... It's, uh, like, I had, like, thought about it, like, like, from me, yeah. like, writing music, because, like, right now I'm, I'm, like, finally at a point, like, where, like, I'm not just writing about, like, my uh, past relationship trauma, but, like, I'm just, like, how do you make a song sexy? And, like, and I feel, like, how do you, like, make it, because, like, I mean, there's that Joni Mitchell song, River, where it's just, like, oh, yeah, you know, I love that so song. naughty, and it's just, like, which is just a tiny little point, but it's just, like, a... I'm a little bit horny because of that because of like thanks Joni Mitchell like because I get and like it's like how do you how do you do that how do you like how do you write about like music and be sexy but then also be funny and then it's just like there's there's layers and I feel like you got them yeah yeah I think for me it just took a lot of time of thinking about the things I really liked and figuring out what I could do as a performer through taking all these different acting classes. Yeah. And I guess 
part of me wanted to, you know, was jealous having gone to Harvard and trying to do acting in New York, seeing people be successful. But like a bigger part of me just was exploring. Yeah. And just kind of wanted to do it to do it. And yeah. I think that helped a lot. Like these things are just in me now. Yeah. So now I don't have to do the work I would have had to do 10 years ago of like being like, take a bit of that and a bit of that and like literally collage it together. Yeah. It's just, my brain just does it. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, let me look at this Rolodex of things. That uh, I really, the yeah, the thing I wanted to say, because it's important to me, like of a piece yeah. with the Native American thing of the oh, yeah, very sorry. confessional, but very funny, like songs mm-hmm. was the point was this idea from when I took Italian, I took a, I had previously done like a commedia type class with yeah. uh, Walter Valetti, who had worked with Dario Fo in Italy. He's a poet. And that was when I learned about Mr. Abufo uh-huh. and his idea. And I had been very, in one of my major uh, peri- things of study uh, with medieval studies was mystics and like Franciscan Dominicans okay, cool. and female mystics and ecstatic states. Yeah. There's a lot there. I don't know if this is all relevant, but it's just like, that no, is the cloud of it's, my brain. It's, it's great. like hugely it. important to me, but I don't know if it matters. <laughs> but, uh, but like learning how, how Dario Fo saw the jester as this really amazing being Mm-hmm. that would go around telling these stories and singing these songs and doing a bunch of things and yeah. being really funny and also bringing in political climate yeah, and kind of just healing people by being yeah. so honest and yeah. being really funny. And some of the community building aspect of what he did in Italy, I, I feel like is possible in burlesque. I don't know if that's literally what I'm trying to do, but like mm-hmm. I, I'm starting to produce shows Oh, nice. Yeah. So, uh, but, but that's a big part of it. It's sort of like European jester, sacred clown. Yeah. No, I, I, that stuff is in there. I like that though. Yeah. Because like, um, like the, I mean, that's like the importance of like comedy and like, I know like we don't like really have like clowns anymore per se, but like we do have, like, I mean, we we, we totally do. We do. (laughs) Like, I mean, I don't don't see them a lot anymore. Really? like, no, what do you, not really. Oh but God! Like, what is your definition like, of clown? There's like so many people doing it. Well, I mean, I know I don't see people like in clown. I mean, I guess like yeah. drag queens count as clowns. In a way. I think like, so. Oh yeah, like I think and so. like that's but like yeah. but now drag queens. Well, are, like, yeah, so, now like, so many people have of... taken on that imagery of clowns. Through, and like I think yeah. you're you're talking about like the the spiritual the, sort the, of the spiritual like classification of clown. Yes. Which which is like a, a higher up there like It's a different thought. thing. Yeah. It's a conceptual idea, for, spiritual idea. Like as I don't I mean like the reverse trip there's like game stuff in there, mm-hmm. but like I don't literally make games for me to do. Mm-hmm. I'm more interested in using symbols and telling stories. Right. It's just a different Way. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I don't consider myself like a clown in that sense. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't submit this to a clown festival. It's yeah, not yeah. clown in that way, but like, it's a big part of my background. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like, like in the, the classification of yeah. the, the higher, uh, level edu- educational, like classification of clown, like there are many clowns and like, and that's like, and, and, uh, you were talking about how, um, like sacred clowns, is it sacred clowns? Yeah. Uh, bring, uh, bring like, they make people laugh, but then they also like, tell, and that's like what. Yeah. That's what, well, like, and the idea, is. yes, and the idea, the Native American thing was they would make everybody laugh before having the important discussions right, right. and bringing up the difficult things. Yeah. And even in like inter kind of tribal, I mean, this is how who knows with any of this Native American stuff. Like, I don't know Native Americans personally. Yeah. But this is how it was written. Yeah. 
uh, by white people who talk to Native Americans. Great. That, uh, <laughs> and who knows what they, do. you know, again, like I studied history, so it's like, I know, it's all sort of right. confusing. But yeah, the idea that they would have these intertribal agreements and they couldn't start the agreement until they made the other tribe laugh. So the other tribe would try to not laugh. Oh, which is just oh, so that's like, crazy. interesting, right? Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, that's fun. Well, yeah. Oh, I love it. But yeah, there's so many ways you can take it. And obviously people do it in a hospital, you know, people go out and they're, they're all over the place is the point. Yeah. But from oh, that's I did, yeah, I did yeah. the, you know, I did this clown program and I've seen people literally like emceeing with Cirque du Soleil. I know someone, yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously people just use it for their normal acting training, Yeah. but people yeah do things like going to hospitals or like incorporated into like the more kind of freaky circus stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. and go that route. Okay. You know, like there's a lot of, yeah, it's, it's useful training. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. And it seems like there's like a lot of a lot of like depth to it that like people don't think about like, yeah well i mean the main thing i guess you could take or leave you know what you want to do with your life but i feel like movement I, I learned from doing that is like everyone should have movement training yeah it's just absurd that i didn't learn some of that stuff earlier oh yeah like oh, it was yeah. very upsetting to me as someone who did deal with you know trauma and like thinking too much and like it was just like, why didn't this exist, you know? Yeah, like, why did I have to already be, like, you know, hyperventilating in school to be taught how to do breathing exercises in, right, the, like, right. elementary school? Why yeah, wasn't yeah. that just offered to everyone? Not to, to derail this conversation, but yeah. I just wanted to ask you about, like, who has been your, like, musical influence or, like... My musical influence. Or, like, who... Many people. Like, yeah, yeah. No, many people. Uh, gosh. I mean, I like comedy music. I mm -hmm. like Weird Al. I... When I was at Harvard, my boyfriend was really into Tom Lehrer, who mm -hmm. was like a oh fucking great big nerdy yeah, yeah, yeah. math type yeah and and satire. Listen, pigeons. Yes, yeah, yeah, and the uh, what is it? The uh, Vatican rag. The Vatican yeah. rag. <laughs> um, uh, not to derail, but like yeah. uh, my uh, my pastor in in college, like uh, he he was actually a gay pastor, and his his husband actually was a part of like the first troop of uh, Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. And oh like, my God, that those people, and, damn. Yeah, and like and like he would just talk about, yeah. like, he was just like, oh, well, when blah, 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 yeah. that person, like mm -hmm. just telling about like their original like rendition of like the Vatican regular. Like, I was just like, fascinating. This is crazy. But yeah, yeah, talk more about Tom Lair. Oh, just, yeah, well. Or talk more about, like, all of your influences. I, yeah, I like Tumblr. Um, I guess, and then, and again, um, in college, my boyfriend and I were both really into Flight of the Concords. Okay. That was a big mm -hmm. influence on the comedy music we wrote together in college and oh, definitely nice. still informs what I do. Yeah, I like Brent and Jermaine a lot. Uh -huh. uh, but yeah, a lot of stuff. What else was I going to say? Um, well, I guess, especially once I picked up the ukulele, mm -hmm. I... Uh, I, I, I forget why now, but earlier than that even, I had been starting to get into going back. Like, as a kid, my parents loved, like, Judy Garland and, like, mm -hmm. um, kind of the sta standard jazzy singers from the early 20th century. And I was um, revisiting that, and I had been listening to a lot of, like, early Torch songs. Like, I found some old playlists and stuff yeah. on Spotify. What are your favorite Torch songs? Um, oh. Uh, why was I born? Why am I living? Oh, <laughs> like oh. that one. Why do I want a man I cannot hope for? What can I hope for? Yeah. I wish I knew. Like oh, that one. Uh -huh. 
I love If You Want the Rainbow, You Must Have the Rain. Okay. I perform that one when I'm not doing Dolores, just performing okay. songs. Uh, oh, yeah, that's a, that. I love really my good. man, even though it's fucked up. Like uh-huh. it's just a beautifully delivered song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, the before we move on, like any yeah. any other artists that? Um, yeah. Well, in that vein, I guess uh-huh. I was saying Fanny Bryce was Fanny a Bryce. big okay, influence. Cool. Big influence, because yeah, like her combination of singing the songs and then doing the sort of clowny yeah. character, and like her and. Um, Oh my gosh, why am I having a brain fart? Mae May West. Okay. She and Mae West are big influences for me in moving this into burlesque of being like, these are women who were very talented always, but it took a little while to get going and mm-hmm. to really create yeah. what they became, you know? Like, both of them achieved fame later than you would think. Right. The combination of, you know, being into the vaudeville, the burlesque world, but also kind of creating their own stamp on it, yeah. That's, I like that. Um... How so? You you were talking about how uh, you perform some of these torch songs when you're not performing as Dolores. Yeah. Um, how like that like makes me want to ask how many songs do you have uh, that you've written and also like what 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 other like what other kinds of performances do you do? Yeah. I mean, I know you do I, everything, but I do everything. <laughs> Sometimes, I mean, it's funny because it's just because I do everything, like, if I literally tried to write songs every day, I would have, like, tons of songs. Right, right. Because sometimes I write a song in a couple of hours that I use for years. But, Mm -hmm. uh... Yeah. But, basically, when I first picked up the ukulele, the first song I wrote was a three-chord song called Over the Sea Uh about... Well, yeah, afterlife and my mom and how I felt and my identity and a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I basically was trying to write an album of personal songs and I didn't exactly get there, but I probably wrote like 10 and I was briefly in a band right. with some kids from the University of Iowa and we went around and did maybe like four gigs, yeah. but, uh, singing my songs. I was the singer. Oh, that's cool. And, uh, and I didn't play, oh. I didn't play, I went to, um, Cody who invited me to be in this band he was forming, found me at open mic where I was playing the songs on my uke. But then when we worked together, it made more sense for him to just play on guitar and for me to yeah. sing. And, uh, but yeah, I did that. And uh, then I was also, yeah, wanted to pick up some covers because it's funny, starting from writing my own songs, I felt like I wouldn't really know what I was doing until I learned more styles. And, yeah. You know? So I went into a big deep dive of learning jazzy songs and it was like, say it's only a paper moon and how high the moon were the first two. It's like thinking about the moon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You like the moon. Think, think about the moon. <laughs> you know the moon. It's cool. And yeah, anyway, yeah, that's there. But See so I learned a whole bunch of covers and then I was going to there's an open mic at the mill in Iowa City once a week on Mondays that gives you a half an hour of time and I would go and play. Yeah. You know, fill the half hour. So I can't do a ton of them on command. Um I don't that's not exactly how my memory works. Yeah, like once yeah. I let it go, it's kind of like vaguely there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but but yeah, I mean, I have learned probably like sixty songs and have played them in front of people. Yeah. You know, in the past two years, and how that's not songs, the main thing I do. But that's not you. You've learned sixty songs, but have you like how many songs would you like roughly guesstimate that you've like written? Had I written, um, I mean. That I've actually, like, finished written. Yeah, like, I wrote ten before doing this. Mm-hmm. I wrote one parody thing for the play I did. I wrote two Christmas... I mean, those are parodies. I don't know if it's even the same. 
somewhere around not a ton probably somewhere around like 20 yeah because yeah i mean i juggle things and once i write something i like more especially because out in a cedar rapids iowa city there are certainly opportunities but it's just they're smaller cities yeah and more my goal right now has been getting out to des moines and you know meeting more people in Cedar Rapids, Iowa City, figuring out where they are and how I can get people aware. Yeah. And then coming out to these bigger cities and really doing, again, more like a vaudeville thing of, like, really honing what I have. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm planning to write another song over winter break. Ideally, I'm writing, like, one or two a month, though. Like, I'm not yeah. trying to write a ton right away because it's part of still my creative journey. Yeah. Like, I want it to grow as I grow. Right. So yeah. I'm not trying to write like five songs all in a week and right, right. That's yeah. a, that that seems overwhelming to me. Because you know, like yeah. you hear about recording artists once their first album is done, then the studio will be like, okay, we're gonna give you this How month to write your yeah. next album. And I can't imagine like oh no, yeah, that process would not is not a process I want to do. That's not you know. Yeah. So we've been talking for a while. Uh, yes. Would you like to? Take a break. Uh, take and a break. Then, and then, yeah, uh, have more Bailey. And then, yeah, take more. Take I'm also more, a little cold. Yeah, yeah. This is the place where we took a drink, maybe of water, but mostly of wine. This is also where our ads might go, but for now, all we have is Venmo. You can find me at Kistler Kid. That's K-I-S-T-L-E-R-R-R, kid. That's my Venmo, please give me your funds. So this pod might run. It's the right time, it's the right time to give me all your money. Jingle bell time, it's a swell time to go riding on this pod with me. Back to Dolores and her songs What could she possibly bring to us next? It might be about It might be about It might be about sex <laughs> We're back and, uh, and Dolores is going to play us a fun, little, a fun little song And I'm going to make absolutely no noise Ooh, hi. <laughs> The song is uh, well, I guess I already talked about it a bit, but this song is about revisiting some of my, like, early adolescent fantasies about women and uh, trying to puzzle out the question, but am I bisexual? <laughs> so, yeah, here we go. And it's a six, five or six minute journey you're about to go on with me, Dolores Sparkles. <laughs> Allowed by law. 
princess and sweet Gabrielle, and a threesome with the beast and bell. So as I ravaged my prepubescent bean, I wondered, could this possibly I want 
give it a try. I might like being bi if I'm bisexual. Yes, I think I might be bisexual. I should do something about it, but for now I just have this song. <laughs> Uh, that one's still oh. like new performing. I've only performed oh that live a few God. times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, going back to you, it's dense. There's so that many. Song there's is so good. many. There, like, is yeah. which I love. Like, it's like it's like a really good movie. Like every time you listen to it again, you're like, I caught something new. Um, yeah, like, I love when people like ask me for the lyrics. Like that's like such a big compliment to get when I'm still really new at this too. To be like, yeah. they really want to know what I was saying. Well, no, it's yeah. like well, and like the thing is like in a in a live show, like you only like catch like yes. you only catch like so much. And I know like I didn't catch like every word of the of the uh, labia song that you sang. Right. Um, I, and like and it's no fault of your own like you're enunci- you're enunciating and like it's only as fast as like my brain can process yeah and like but I'm just like oh this is fucking genius like Aww, so you. yeah thank you thank you very much for having this chat with me and I'm very excited like it was it's uh, I'm I'm very excited that you were my first episode um uh tell us where we can find you you can find me on Instagram and Facebook, Dolores Sparkles, D-O-L-O-R-E-S, Sparkles. Um, and I have a website, and you can let me know if you want to book me for something. Can they buy merch at your website? Uh, no, that's a good idea, but oh. I'm, not, I'm not quite there yet. Next time. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yes, book book Dolores for events. Um, yeah. Also, where can we find you next weekend in Chicago? Yes, please come out to Stage 773. And see me on Friday night at 10 p.m. and Saturday night at 8 p.m. What's the name of your show? The Dolores Sparkles uh, Candid Comedy Burlesque Spectacular! Woo! Yeah! Yes, please come and see it. I will be there. I'm very excited. Alrighty. So, uh, this is Nathan Kissler. Nathan James Kissler. Uh, and uh, Dolores Sparkles. And That's me. We are uh, tuning out. Bye! Bye!